2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)
3: Are you ready? It's The Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Welcome to The Roundtable, everybody. My name is Robert Bannon. Thank you for listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network or watching us on our virtual talk show. You know, we love art and we love artists and we love talking about art and artists. And somehow all roads lead to Michigan on this show. I have no idea why. You know, maybe that's because I'm on my quest to live in Detroit. But that is is happening. So I, I feel like the universe keeps sending me all these Michiganders. Amber Akhtar is here. Went to school, student filmmaker, writes a movie, a short film called Cycle, talking about some very heavy, serious stuff, gorgeous cinematography, beautiful pieces of acting, really new. I mean, if you look, if you're watching us, these shots, I want someone to take a video of me through the lens of a laundry laundromat. I think that's a music. Amber, you're going to have to direct a music video for me. Amber, <laughs> Ahtar, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me, Robert. I appreciate it.
3: I so for let's just get it out of the way. You're from Michigan.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Where and in
0: Michigan? I'm, I'm from Metro, Detroit. I'm about 30 minutes outside of the city from a suburb called Bloomfield Hills. And it's great to hear the Michigan representation.
3: Bloomfield Hills is a little nice and snooty patootie out there. <laughs> yes. Come on. Take me shopping out there in Bloomfield Hills. So you you um and, and I've learned being engaged to a man from Detroit, Detroit, that Metro Detroit is, and then then it's like, okay, I'm from, you know, Seventh Mile, two different yeah. things. Um, so what, what led you to filmmaking? Uh,
0: it was really two people in my life growing up that pushed me towards filmmaking. I've always been an artist. Um, my dad, he's a cancer doctor, but one of his hobbies is to paint. And so I grew up painting with him and that just sort of led to other avenues of art and it was really my brother who he's always been like a movie buff and so we were we're very close and growing up i'd just sort of like watch the movies he would watch watch him do his filmmaking thing and then in high school i had a really influential teacher and My senior year, he faced a family tragedy, and this guy, like, he ran his own, like, film program at my high school, and he had to sort of take a step back, and then me and leading, you know, the other kids sort of, like, stepped in to that role, and that's where I really found my confidence, just as a human being, but also as an artist, just, like, taking over that for him, and yeah, it made me realize, like, this is what I want to do with my life
3: gorgeous and amazing and um when was the decision for you to take it seriously like as a profession to go to school for it and did you get pushed back because you know sometimes people are like are you you're going to be an artist you're going to be a filmmaker how are you going to make a living how how was that journey for you
0: yeah i would say definitely high school those years were very formative in you know figuring out what path i wanted to go down um yeah just like making films with my friends, both in and out of school. And in terms of, you know, backlash from the people around me, I am very fortunate enough uh, where my parents really encouraged me to pursue my dreams, me and my siblings. Um, You know, they're immigrants, they come from Pakistan and they came here to give us, you know, a better life. And so, yeah, I love my parents and they've always supported me and, yeah, very grateful to come from them.
3: Speaking of you know, immigrant parents. Uh, I'm a teacher here in New Jersey, and I have a lot of my students are first generation Americans. They you know they they're from Central South America and from from Asia and the Middle East, etc. What is it like culturally for you to grow up in your culture and with your family and, and to 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 be the way that you were being being from where you are, and then also now kind of merge into university life and show business. How do you merge those two worlds together? Has that been difficult? Has that been easy?
0: It definitely has been very difficult. Um, you know, I, I um, my family is also Muslim, and so both you know the Pakistani stuff and the religion stuff. Growing up in conservative Michigan, it was always sort of just like weird. I was sort of like caught in between two worlds. But going to NYU, you know, getting to go to college in New York um in such a liberal city uh that's what really like opened up my eyes and made me realize you know i'm not just stuck in this bubble um yeah like and again my parents they encouraged me to go there and they were supportive and
1: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Our differences, you know, culturally, but at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, understanding and like realizing that time can sort of, you know, um, mend those sort of like rifts that do come up.
3: Sure. So tell me, what was it like to go to NYU? What was it? What was it like? You're, you're finished or you you're, you're finished.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I graduated in May
3: just brandy new. Yeah. Amber, you're a brand new little graduate. You have your diploma. <laughs> Come on now. So what was that experience like and how influential was that to learning the craft and the skills that you need to be able to put things out like Cycle?
0: Yeah. So college was kind of a trip because I graduated and I actually, fresh out of high school, I did not go to New York. I didn't get in. I was on the wait list for the longest time and then I didn't get off it. Um, so I actually went to a school in Chicago, but then my freshman year, that's when COVID hit. And so I would moved move back home. And then during, you know, that same time, that's when I transferred to NYU. And so I didn't get to go to New York, um, my first year of being at NYU. I was still at home. And then eventually my junior year, um, I moved out there and I was there for two years. Um, and it was great. It was a great time. Uh, the program that I was in, you know, NYU Tisch, they have all sorts of different programs, but I was in this program called Dramatic Writing and yeah, that focuses on playwriting, screenwriting, TV writing. Um, and it was great. I felt very supported, um, met a lot of cool people and, um, also picked up, you know, an interest in producing, you know, I ended up minoring in that. Um, and yeah, I guess like going to school in New York, going to a school like NYU, it opens up a lot of doors and, you know, opportunities. I got to complete some really cool internships when I was out there. And yeah, those are, you know, my connections in the field now, which is crazy to say. But yeah,
3: it's true, though. It is absolutely true. Well, before we talk about cycle, she's got a minor in producing. So get your checkbook out. She's ready to collect your money. (laughs) You, you cycle as a piece what is your part of this film
0: so this is a script that i wrote during my time in college and then i executive produced it um basically assembling you know the main team um creative team and uh securing the funding and just getting it seeing it through all the way
3: so, before we talk about what it means to be producer of the film, you're the writer of this short film. So yeah. where we, it's a deep subject matter. This is not, you know, you 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 hit some pretty serious subjects on the head. Tell us a little bit about how you describe the film.
0: Yeah, so the log line is basically a young woman spends the night at a laundromat after an abortion. And so, she's trying to wash out this stain of blood. And as she's sort of like going through that process, she's processing this very, you know, traumatic situation that just happened to her. Um, And yeah, it's really through the people that she encounters during this night, you know, it sort of like brings up emotions for her. And um, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a very, you know, emotional and personal story. Um, You know, my main point when I was trying to write it was that for women you know we are constantly going through all different you know sorts of problems and uh, at the end of the day I just want people out there to realize you know wherever you're at whatever situation you're in it's okay to ask for help you know this girl feels like she doesn't deserve help but by the end you know she comes to realize like no I do deserve help um yeah
3: Yeah, well, it marches Women's History Month. Every day, women are uh, objectified and treated as second-class citizens right here in the United States. We learned last year about how women's rights can be taken away at the the blink of an eye, and all rights of all individuals are at risk these days. So you, being an artist, I think, is one of the most noble professions to be able to put your pen and your lens and your work uh, at the forefront of making a change, for sure. What has the reaction been once people have seen the piece?
0: Uh, honestly, it's been kind of mixed, you know? Like, I, the way that I portray the subject matter mm. I think can be interpreted, you know, a lot of different ways. And I've gotten feedback where people have felt like um, they didn't, you know, necessarily agree with how I went about, you know, tackling abortion, um, Especially with my film's ending. But at the end of the day, I think good art, you know, art that connects with people, it invokes all sorts of, you know, emotions. And it's really just to start, you know, a conversation. And so even if it is a reaction that, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting, I still welcome it because it's still, you know, creating that dialogue that we're trying to, you know, do with this movie
3: yeah uh, amazing so uh, absolutely we don't always you don't have to agree but you should you should watch uh, and, and 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 make your own uh, uh, agreement for sure but that's the the power of being the writer and the producer is you get to tell your story or your version of the story and that's very powerful so is there a how how do we support your work is there a way to watch it is there a way to support it what what is next for this this film
0: Yeah, so right now I'm working on getting it into festivals. So fingers crossed we get into somewhere good. Um, And then it premieres. And after that, uh, I'll be able to release it. But as of right now, the best way to support the film is just through social media on Instagram, Psychofilm2023. That's the handle. Um, And also visiting the website, uh, BreakTheCycle.com. Those are the two biggest ways to support it. Um, yeah, really just trying to get into that festival.
3: You, I hear you, BreakTheCycle.com. And then on Instagram, it is, tell us one more time.
0: Cycle film 2023
3: Cycle Film 2023 Yeah, right. people don't understand the politics and the money it takes to uh, be a part of the festival circuit. You know, every single short film that you apply for that should be in a, a festival comes with an application fee, comes with a lot of paperwork, comes with the op and you you pay and you may not even make it into the festival. How has that been? How's that process been? Do people, do you, when you talk to people about it, I'm sure they don't even understand what that whole entire uh, campaign is like.
0: Yeah, and the thing about festivals is like, it's a game, right? And you need to play the game. You need to know how to navigate the game. Um, yeah, I'm, because, you know, this topic is so female focused. I'm trying to, you know, get it into festivals that do have, you know, female sort of centered um, programming around it. And so, yeah, it's just, it's been a process and obviously it comes with rejection, but I think as all artists are aware, you kind of have to have that thick skin and just know that you're not taking it personally, Um, but yeah. I really hope that this movie gets into a good festival and we're able to share this piece, you know, with as many people as we can. I,
3: I know you will. So tell us about the producing hat. You you got yourself together because you you're out here. You you have a fancy publicist. You have <laughs> yeah. a team. You, <laughs> you have a team behind you. You have a brilliant actress. It seems like in this film that that is really depicts this. With, directed by a, must be a brilliant another director that is a part of it how was it as a producer to hire everyone from each role and and how much pressure did you put on yourself to make sure you got it right
0: yeah well i'm very fortunate with the team that i was able to assemble for this with every stage of the process and i think at the end of the day you know it does come down to what the film's about i had a lot of very creative and just passionate women you know involved in this project um and honestly you know hiring it really just it was kind of luck you know Uh, my director she was a friend of mine and uh she had just graduated from michigan and so we were able to connect through that Um, and then i had a professor who recommended me my first ad Um, they were you know good friends and so i met her and then it sort of snowballed from there and we sort of assembled the team that way. Um, and again, like once people read the scripts and they had, you know, the story in their hands, they were all on board. And they were very like, I, talk about putting pressure. Like I was a full-time student. I was, you know, in my senior year, I was immensely, immensely stressed, um, but I guess had, you know, great people around me to get me through it and to just help me every step of the way.
3: I love it. I am super excited about it and I am so proud of your work and everything that is to be done and to be said. Um, I love the fact that you're just taking the bull by the horns and running um, with this whole thing and you are just on it. So um, I'm excited for you. I'm thrilled for you and I am uh, couldn't be more proud of the steps you've taken to live your life and, and to follow up with your dreams. You know, you never know. This could come out and about and you could have a, someone could see this and, you know, you, you're the next Greta Gerwig or you're the next, <laughs> whomever, Barbara Streisand, somebody. Uh, women are able to make films, are able to write films, and women's stories should be told. And I think that that is, you know, what we are living in 2024 and still talking about it. And it is time for it to stop.
0: It's our Remember, time. Yep, that's it's very true. time. Yeah.
3: It's your time and your point of view is able to be told. And I'm excited to for you to be able to share that story for sure. Um So grateful for you. So appreciate you. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Everybody remember cycle is out. Break the cycle, um, and, and and the Instagram page, follow it, share, tell a friend and stay on the lookout. So when you follow the website or you follow the Instagram page, you can know when it's gonna be available. Maybe it's gonna be streaming in a festival near you or when it's gonna be available where you could stream it from home or at a theater sometime soon. Amber, Hopefully. what's the next? yes. <laughs> Project, I'm ready for it.
0: Uh, I'm just sort of, you know, doing my thing. i moved back to Detroit. I'm trying to get involved in this filmmaking scene. Um, thinking about moving to LA. I don't know. I'm living the post-grad life, but the world's not a
3: <laughs> when i'm in detroit i'm gonna send you my reel i'm ready i'm ready yes I'll yes let's free. do it <laughs> you no know, i i'll work for free i'm ready to do it get me in the scene i want i ready
0: i'm ready i'm here for it <laughs> oh,
3: you know, everyone thank you so much for for being here and I, I look forward to everything the best is yet to come for you for sure so congrats
0: thank you for this opportunity i really appreciate it
3: super exciting stuff there you have it Uh, Yeah, Michigan. Where's that? I didn't know they have a filmmaking scene. i mean, sure they have a scene of everything. Why don't you be snooty and pretend that we're from New York or New Jersey? Well, listen, I'm Robert Bannon and this is robertbannon.com. If you want information about me, follow me at Robert M. Bannon on Instagram. And as always, the best is yet to come. I love art and artists and filmmakers. We don't only have the biggest stars. We have the up and coming, the next generation, the people who are out here on the streets. Everybody needs to tell their story and have a place to tell their story. And that's why this show is a show for artists to talk about art. So congrats to her. Make sure you follow it and stay on on top of it. Let me tell you, when I had my I Think He Knew music video, which is streaming right now on YouTube and wherever music is heard, my friend Kyle Ball and me submitted to festivals. It was thousands of dollars to be able to get it out there and to be seen. So, you know, support your local filmmaker. And if you have a family member or friend or somebody who is in this hustle fighting the fight for filmmaking, check them out. Check them out make sure that they are... uh, Available, give them anything helps, $10 helps to be able to get your film to be seen and heard because without audiences and without support, the art just lives there. So support some art today. And if your town does a local film festival where local film festival, uh, local filmmakers get to display their art, make sure you support that as well. Buy a ticket, go check it out. If you want more information about me, go to Robert M. Bannon on Instagram and listen to me every single day here on the Broadway Podcast Network or watch our virtual show over on YouTube. Subscribe, link, follow, and send it to somebody and say, hey, check this crazy person out. I appreciate you for being here. There's always more good than bad. There's always more happiness than there is sadness. Sometimes we just need to find it. And the best is certainly yet to come. Till next time, everybody, I'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye.
1: so sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW, required, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.